the Thursday morning, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to The Dose. Dose. The number one real estate podcast in the world based out of Phoenix, Arizona. Potentially off the 51 <laughs> Greenway. <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> As voted on by Byron's mom. Yes, she has good taste. Ah, thank you guys for tuning in. Back here with Mr. Jonathan Miller. Day two. Let's jump on in, Byron. Mm, the water, the water is warm. Water, the weather, water. Yes. <laughs> we'll 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 pick it up. Right. We'll, we'll figure this out. Uh, you could have just cut that whole thing off. We don't edit around here. We don't we don't go backwards. Yep, Only forwards. Only front front window. Uh, thank you, my man, for uh, for joining us back in studio once again, Jonathan Miller. Appreciate you. Um, I we left everybody yesterday talking about some kind of outside the box ways. And I don't want to necessarily say like entirely outside the box, but cause um, you know, you've really created multiple streams, I, I guess, of revenue in your business um, by things that are natural and organic to you. And so I'll let you have the floor, my man, where, you know, what, what brought you into that? How'd you build it and how to become what it is today? Absolutely. Well, thanks for having me back. Yeah, yeah. And um, so th there was there was one moment um, I was uh, working with a, a really good friend of mine, um, someone I've been friends with since kindergarten, and uh, he was looking to buy a home. Uh, this was 2007, and um, you know he didn't have a lot of income, but he had a pretty decent down payment. And so I started researching down payment assistance programs, and uh, I was able to. Um, identify a couple of programs that he could take advantage of. He wanted to live in the city of Tempe. So um, Tempe had this community-assisted mortgage program. Um, and uh, that program uh, for low to moderate income buyers will provide 35000 north of Alameda and 30000 south of Alameda, um, as well as uh, Federal Home Loan Bank has a three-to-one grant match program. So the, they will three-to-one match wherever you have up to 5000 So if a buyer had 5000 they'd get fifteen. Um, I also found, uh, it's called the Community Land Trust Program through Newtown Community Development Corporation. So was I kind of all able to put all these pieces together? Well, he ended up going to Newtown that had the Community Land Trust Program. And uh, at that time, they, 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 they had a realtor that they worked with. Um, and just, uh, you know, him and I had such a great relationship. He really wanted to work with me. Like I said, I've, I've known him since the days of the sandbox. He said, I have my own realtor can I work with my own realtor? And I'm like, well, yeah, let me meet him first. So I ended up taking a, a meeting with the executive director of Newtown and um, he gave me a shot. And, um, you know, I, I, I did my very best. I mean, I always try to do my very best, but I, I knew this was an opportunity that I just, you know, I had to take um, and, and do my very best with. And so ended up finding him a house, closed on the house. Everybody was happy. And, um, you know, they still had that realtor, but I, I still kind of checked in with them. And um, it, there was a, another client of theirs. And um, with, with that community-assisted mortgage program that I talked about, once you get approved, you have, you have 90 days to get under contract. You don't have to close within those 90 days, but you do have to get under contract in those 90 days. Otherwise, you know, there's a waiting list and they'll, they'll, start, they'll, right. they'll go down the waiting list. Um, and... Um, the realtor wasn't really communicating with this client. You know, one of the housing counselors had let me know that, you know, they weren't really communicating with this client. And uh, I saw that as an opportunity as well. And uh, I called him. He was very upset. 
Um, he had a lot of choice words for realtors. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> he wasn't, you know, I mean, he just, he, he, he wasn't pleased. And I, and I, and I understand, you know, he, he had 11 days left. So I said, Hey, can you, can we meet me face to face? I knew, I knew that if I met him face to face, that I could change his opinion, at least to, uh, enough of me uh-huh. to allow him to work with him and get him under contract. Um, I met with him and being a new agent, there's no way I could do this now, but you know, one of the advantages of being a newer agent is how much time you can dedicate to one particular client, you know? And so I said, listen, you know, I said for the next 11 days, I will work with you all day, every day, whatever it takes to find you a home and we're going to make this happen. And so, um, on day seven, we ended up getting under contract and, um, he couldn't have been more pleased, you know, I mean, that's, I, you know, I still, I still check in with him, you know, and, uh, he's very happy, That's awesome. very happy. And so then that kind of led to, you know, um, working with them again. And it's like, you kind of have to earn your stripes, right? Like in some of the, with some of these things, you know, and really prove who you are. Um, we had a, they had another client who was, um, you know, behind on her mortgage. Um, she had lost her job. Um, I had talked to her. She had about three months worth of savings before she, really was not able to, to cover her bills anymore. And so what it required was uh, basically she'd taken some down payment assist, assistance and I had to negotiate a short sale with the city of Tempe, you know? And from there, it was like, I kind of really proved myself with this nonprofit organization and um, it led to so many other things, but I can really pinpoint, you know, me meeting with Tim and, and telling him that I would work with him the next 11 days um, to all these other opportunities that happened. Wow. That's incredible, man. I mean, obviously, what, what it, and again, what, you know, knowing now what I know, what it's, what it's grown into, you know, the tremendous business that it's, that it's grown into. But uh, uh, I think that's, it's say, saying yes to those opportunities a yeah. lot of times. Even, even know. though, yeah, it's not, you know, the opportunity wasn't necessarily, hey, you're going to be our realtor. It was like, Hey, let me show you what I can do. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like I know you have this other relationship, but let me show you what I can do, and I'll work harder than and than anyone else. Definitely. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have the opportunity to to, to prove yourself and and work your tail off and and make it happen. All you need is that opportunity. You just need to be the second choice. Sometimes that's all you need to be. Okay, it's it's okay. I'm not the first <laughs> choice, right? Yeah. Um, you know that happens to us <laughs> as on, on on a broker's level. You know, as as an organization, we're not. You know, maybe some people. You know. Um, but Hey, we're here. And if something goes, goes sideways, I want you to know, like we're still, you know, I might be talking to you right now as well. I'm just <laughs> um, you know, like, Hey, if something, you know, goes sideways or whatever, like, Hey, we're, we're here. We're rock salt, same principles. Yeah. And you guys, yeah. and you know, same with me and I still have that same client Yeah, and, um, and, uh, every day, I mean, every day I do my very, you know, I mean, they've been my client since 2007 now and every day I still do my absolute best for them. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I know you guys do the same for your brokerage. Yeah. It's constant focus of adding, adding value and delivering a high level of service. And again, you know, it's not focusing on the money or the paycheck Mm-mm. or it's focusing on the things that, that ideally you can do. And, and that is provide more value. And, um, you know, I, I, I think that, uh, you know, a lot of these things, you know, we've called, called these channel accounts, call them what you will. I think that, uh, going forward, I think it becomes more and more important and more and more prevalent for folks to try to and ideally land channel accounts. Absolutely. You know, single sources of business that have an opportunity to turn in 
to lots of business. Absolutely. You know, one of the things you were saying offline too, is that, you know, one of the signs of a healthy business is, is the, you know, pure, the, you know, the transaction count. Yeah. You know, a lot of times you see these folks uh, that are, you know, doing super high levels of, of, of transactions and they, sometimes they even catch slack. Well, there is a channel account. It's this, it's that, like they're not making full revenue or whatever it may be, but Hey, look, they're doing a, that, that is the, a sign of a healthy business and you can, shave margins and costs and overhead and figure out systems and technologies and ways to do things more efficiently. Well, like, Hey, look, we don't know the P and L, yeah, <laughs> you know, no. I don't know. I can't speculate and it's not fair for others to do that either of what that truly looks like, but it is, I think one of the vital signs of a, of a strong business. Yeah, I agree. You know, and, 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 and. Well, you said it first, so I'm I, actually, well, <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> but, but you're, but you're absolutely right. And you know why people make those decisions, you know, I mean, you, and a lot of times you're making those decisions to become invaluable to those channel accounts. How do you provide value to them that maybe they're not otherwise getting? And therefore it creates longer term relationships, yep. you know? So if someone is looking to go out and start a channel or look for an opportunity, to get a channel account. And this could be a divorce attorney. I mean, there's a million to, it could be, you know, we, I was given, I was on a podcast as a guest, you know, a week or two ago. And I was given, you know, t saying to Jeff Seabach at the time that, Hey, look, you know, you could find a channel account that exists within your, your kid's classroom, right. Or their school or their basketball team, you know, some, again, that's a single source or an opportunity. And it's, it's something you're already doing in your life that has the opportunity to turn into multiple transactions. But in this case, you know, a reload, a, you know, some other actual program or, or whatnot that's, that becomes a channel account. What are some key principles that folks need to understand to go out and try to obtain one of those? And then what, what's the reporting look like in the ongoing relationship to maintain it? So, I, I mean, I can speak definitely to my, my business and a lot of it is knowing the rules, right? So yeah. um, I'm working a lot with federal funds, so obviously there's a lot of rules that are involved in that, you know, um, we're audited, you know, um, and that's not a negative. They, they just, that's, they it have to do it. It, is, it yeah. is what it is. They have to do it every year. Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's home funds, there's neighborhood stabilization program funds, um, there's community development block grant money, and you need to know the rules for all of those different things. Right. And, 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 and how they apply and, you know, and with the down payment assistance, it's the same thing too. You know, what are the rules? What are the, what are the things that are different about those transactions? Um, you have to know, and you have to be able to navigate those things, right? It sounds so simple, but it's, it's, it's not common practice. You know what I mean? It, it's just not. We, uh, even down to the rules of particular, you know, systems they want you to use, ways to submit the, whatever it may be, there could be all kinds of different rules. And a lot of times we as agents or as individuals just decide that we want to do things our way. Sometimes we don't always adhere to the ways that they want us to do business and communicate and report and all those kinds of things. It's a lot of times it's simple to play by the rules. And if you, if you value the account, then you do, you have to do what you have to do. I see people, I don't want to say regularly, but I've seen it where they, they just don't do exactly what's being asked of the channel account holder themselves and then they lose it. Yeah, absolutely. You know? I, you know, I know one of the biggest points of contention that I have with agents is when I'm listing a home that has income restrictions, you know, and sometimes they're 80% area median income, 120%. That doesn't, that's neither here nor there. It's just, we have, we have to understand that the buyer has to fall underneath those, those, that income criteria. And uh, one of the things I run into is the way that HUD housing and urban development 
has said that you have to calculate income is you, you basically take a year to date and do a projection, right? And so you have to project income versus what is last year's tax returns look like? Right. You know, a lot of times the agent will be like, well, this is what they made last year based on their tax return. Well, and then I have to tell them, okay, we've basically taken their year to date and maybe they've gotten a raise or maybe they're working more overtime or maybe, and we have to calculate bonuses. You know, um, this is what their projected income is going to be. And so, and those are the kind of rules because, you know, especially when you're dealing with federal funding is like, you know, the nonprofit could, could be liable to have to pay back those federal funds. Right. You know, so those are the things and, you know, looking out for, you know, not only the client, you know, my client, but um, also looking out for the buyer as well. Yep. Yep. And making sure they fall within those, those guidelines. Yep. So I want to get into tomorrow, you know, and tomorrow and to like a, let's do a little Friday state of the union tomorrow on the state of the union of the marketplace. Uh, I was fortunate enough to be in attendance uh, last week at the ASU uh, economic convention, 55th annual, by the way, uh, <laughs> a little older than all of us here in the room. Uh, but uh, it was actually going on at the same time as the, uh, the Gary V and, uh, uh, it was the other Tony Robbins, Tony Robbins event. Yeah. Not, not quite as a sexy an event as, <laughs> as that one was. Uh, but nonetheless, I, it was, it was definitely very, uh, you know, very uh, interesting in terms of what's coming in 2019, what we can all expect. So I want to, I want to talk about that. A couple of takeaways that I pulled from that coupled with what you have state of the union, what we're seeing in the marketplace right now, activity going into the holidays, into the new year, et cetera. So guys, thanks to VIP mortgage and Alliance property inspections. And the best clothing company. Yeah. <laughs> <Hey>. All right. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Yeah, you know, I was feeling nice. A little today. You know what I mean? Yeah. Guys, have a great day. Talk to you tomorrow. See you. See ya. Tough to make it. History repeats itself. Try and you succeed. Never doubt that you're the one.